Jimmy and Annette, and of course, Chevy's with us today, our amazing dog. I know, I always got to talk about Chevy. We are coming to you from the Texas Hill Country, the heart of the Texas Hill Country, and we are excited to be with you today. We're going to be answering some questions. We've had some great things come our way, great questions come our way about marriage, about life, about how we do what we do, and so we're going to talk about some of these things. And uh, Annette, how are you doing today? I'm doing good now. I'm a little tired. We should have done this about an hour ago, but that's okay. You were getting everything ready, and I you get know, it. It you, takes a little while. I think you used the P word just a little bit ago. What you know what that word that was? Procrastinate, oh, yes, something like yes. that. That's kind of your MO. <laughs> so I, I'm slow. I'm a slow cooker, yes. and that's a microwave when right. it comes to everything. So I'm always slow. Even that's why getting- I like to fly and you like to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Even getting out of the car, it's like I'm like getting things ready. I'm turning things off, and Annette's halfway to wherever we're exactly. going. I have to run to catch exactly. up. Exactly, which happened today at the gym. I noticed. Right? So. Have you? Did you notice that? I was wondering if you noticed that. I did notice, yeah. honey. This is a thirty. I was probably 30 through years. with my sets by the time you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> thirty years of wow. I love you, by the oh, way. I love You're you too, gorgeous baby. as I look oh at you Oh, my gosh. Right now okay, let's don't the go desk. there now. Sorry. All right. This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are living up in a down world. We want to welcome you to episode six. We're having so much fun. You know, the first four episodes. We were sick. Yeah, we were so sick. And Annette will tell you, I had to drag her in here drag to do me. this. But then in five. Five, you know, I was five, feeling Eli better. Came but back last to week, life. I was feeling yeah. I mean, no, no last, last week, week was, was five. five. Yes, yeah. I was, I felt Four, great. we were kind of coming back out right. of the fog. As many of you know, the sick stuff, the stuff that's going around, it's like upper respiratory, respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it takes you out. It wasn't COVID, but it just, whatever it was, it took us out. We just had to literally labor through a fog for the first four weeks yes. of the new year. And you year. couldn't wait. Until we were fully no, recovered. I was so no, excited about doing do this podcast. Okay. So let me just tell you all this: I've, I've had a lot of people approach me over the years, even people who are in the business, so to speak, to say, "Jimmy, you need to write. You need to start writing books." And I've done some outlines. I've tried to get some things going. I've never felt. I couldn't wrap my heart around you it. You would try, and then yeah. it would, you just would get writer's block. And yet, in my mind, it, not so much writer's block, just no motivation, no inspiration. Well, but in my mind, I've got all this stuff percolating. And so what I decided is uh, I talk a lot better than I write. And I write every day. I mean, well, I, and you've told your story so many times in yeah, church. That's why people true. have asked you to write a book, because yeah. they feel like that's the best way to get the information out to the public. But really... This is the new norm. Now. It really is. I mean, podcasting is a landscape that we're excited about because I love to talk. Mm-hmm. And so do you, by the way. So we do it together and we do it a lot. And because we love sharing our life, we love sharing what God has done. And I mean the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it makes everything that happens to us 
makes up the fabric of our life. Would you agree? Right. It's who we are. It's, it makes up who we are today. Yeah. Even our mistakes, our blunders, our missteps, they all inform our life now. Now, if we're learning from those things, and I've got a saying I've said for years, I'm sure it's not original with me, but... It's not failure if you're learning. You're never failing if you're learning. That doesn't mean you're not making mistakes that you need to repent of. But if you're learning from those mistakes, and I also say this, you're not growing if you're not failing. I mean, we got to give people grace, right, to make mistakes or you're not going to learn. So that's where we are. So we like to come and bring these things before you, and hopefully you will be encouraged lifted and inspired. So the last two episodes, we talked about some heavy stuff, didn't we? Yes. We went there on some things and and your responses to it, those of our listeners, by the way, we love you guys. You're so amazing and encouraging and we've had so much amazing feedback. I'll share a few of those towards the end of the show today. But we want to inspire, encourage, and lift. The title of this is Living Up in a Down World, which I came up with a long time ago. Like back in college, I was asked to write a paper, and it was kind of one of those essays to write on what you wanted to write on. And I'm thinking, man, what is my core? Who am I? And it was it was actually kind of easy for me, and I wrote a paper called entitled Living Up in a Down World. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that story. No. That's where that title came from. How did I not know that story? I don't know. We've only been together 30 years, so we're still learning. <laughs> right. We have a long way to go, right? I didn't know that was a name. Yeah, it was a paper I wrote, and I probably got a C-plus on it or something. But, but in my heart, I'm like, no, this is how I choose to live life. And I have continued to well, carry that as a core value. You've always seen the cup half full. Always. 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 Even when I saw it half empty, you would see it half full. And yeah. I'm getting there. I yeah. really am. I'm getting there. Even on my social media, you know, you, they say write a little bio about yourself. I always put optimist on steroids. Right. That's you. And I don't, I don't know why that I'm that way. I'm just wired that way. I think, well, I say that. I will tell you this. I think I made some choices early in life. But I digress. So I want to get right into we could that's a whole nother show right there. And really we could talk about so some. So we of that. need to have some levity today. Yes. So we wanted to share with you just a, a, a okay, so let's start with we were invited by a large church in the Nashville area. We were pastoring in Abilene for ten years and we loved our church, loved our people. The church had grown to a very healthy place. And really, we were in the best of years. We are actually enjoying the harvest of mm-hmm. 10 years of sometimes hard labor, hard right? Hard labor, right. And so um, we got invited, uh, and it took us a year to make this decision. So for about a year, two pastors out of the Nashville area were calling us on a weekly basis. They were both on their own phones. They were tag-teaming us in a sense. They were trying to get us to come to Nashville and come on their team, come on the staff of a, of a mega church in Nashville. And as much as I was enamored with Nashville because being a, a lead guitar player all my life, and still I play almost every weekend on our worship team, I still get to play. I have a gig every weekend. I love it. <laughs> love worship. Uh, even though that was a huge attraction, we were also enjoying what was going on, weren't we? Mm, yeah. It was an easy life. We didn't have well, I say easy. Easy drive is what I was thinking in my head. Easy drive. We didn't. You and we know. lived in Abilene, Texas. Yeah, it was, it was Abilene. A large town. We lived out in the country, but it was just 
we didn't have the traffic that Nashville mm-hmm. has, Dallas, uh, you know. The pace of Houston. life. Oh, yeah. I loved the pace. So we were actually enjoying the fruit of a lot of labor, and it was probably the healthiest the church had ever been. And yet in the middle of that, they just kept calling. So we finally said, you know what, let's go. So we did. We made the move to Nashville, fell in love with the city. How could you not? Well, Nashville's we vacationed amazing. there for right. many years. Yeah, we were very familiar with so Nashville. It, it was, but moving there was exciting. Yeah. Rolling it in. Was. And so um, so we made this big move, and the church we were going to didn't exactly help us with the move in terms of, hey, we'll send a big truck, and we're going to move you guys. It was like— No, we had to do it all on our own. We did it on our own. We I mean, called, they did pay for it. I mean, that was— We called in a dear friend of ours from Mike Miller. <laughs> Mike Miller up in Washington flew— down to Texas, he drove. We had two. I forgot about large that. Penske trucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, remember loading those trucks? Oh my gosh, it was exhausting. <laughs> Me and Kyle Jackson, we were just killing ourselves yeah. trying to get it all done at the end. Thank you, Kyle Jackson, if you ever hear this. You're a godsend, brother. <laughs> so Kyle and then Mike flew in. So we had friends coming. Actually traveling in to help us move. Mike drove one of the trucks, a Penske truck, all the way to Nashville from Abilene to Nashville. Mm -hmm. Normally a 12-hour drive, give or take, but in a Penske truck and with construction on the other side of of, um, Little Rock, Arkansas. There was massive construction issues, which shut everything down. So he made the drive for us, waited on me to drive the second truck. And guess what Faith and I did? What did y'all do? Oh, we you flew. flew. Oh, my gosh. This is so typical. <laughs> there was typical. no way I was going to be in a Penske okay. truck or any kind of car for hours. <laughs> totally made my case on the uh, microwave yes. thing. So yes. Annette's like, I want to fly. And I'm like, let's just drive and enjoy no. the journey. It Annette. was Super Bowl day. It was a Sunday. <laughs> oh, was it? Faith and I flew in, got a car. I guess. Yeah, we had to have gotten you had a car. to have, because I was then, driving a truck yeah. by myself cross-country. Yeah, and then we drove. We couldn't get in the house. Uh, or no, we got in the house, yeah, but we didn't have any. There was no furniture. There was no place yeah, to sit. Y'all were waiting. So on we me. drove over to a Starbucks. <laughs> Star- y'all hung out at and Starbucks, and no one was there because it was Super Bowl evening. Yeah, that's right. And they just said, "You know what? We'll just bring you whatever yeah, you, you want." Guys, chill out. Oh, they were so wonderful. Faith ended up taking a, a nap, nap in, Star- in Starbucks. She was reminding me of that. That yesterday. was in uh, Nolansville. Wasn't Nolansville. It? Yeah, 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 right there in, in Brentwood, Nolansville yeah. area. So, uh, but, but get, tell them what you did. Okay, the next day. so in the middle of all of this, I got a call from Larry. Um, oh my gosh, I remember Tomzak. Yeah, Larry Tomzak. Anybody know who's been around the Christian world for years? Larry Tomzak was a huge part of the revivals in Florida. Uh, was a pastor for many years and continues. He's a great. He's really a general in the faith in the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. So yeah. Larry Tomzak became a dear friend of mine. Larry says, hey, we're putting on this big marriage conference. Would you and Annette come and speak? And before I could even think, right. first of all, I you was flattered thinking. that Larry Tomzak was inviting us to do this big marriage conference in Nashville. I said, sure. Yeah. 
we're there. What time do we need to be there? He told me, and then we're in the middle of this move, and then it was I the share very the day news. we're moving. No, I told you. No, before. well, you told me before, but, but we I, were in a fog. And if any of you have ever moved across country oh yourself, goodness. I mean, moving yourself, you know how brutal it is. I mean, physically. Yeah, but nobody knows shocked. how we are in a move. When we move, we literally. Mark my words. We always have everything done within 24 hours. I'm not one of those. Again, I'm a microwave person, not, you know. Well, the funny thing is, is nobody ever helps us twice. Have you ever noticed that in all the moves? That's why we're never moving again. Once we move, people are like, "Uh, you're on your own next time, bro. But honestly, (laughs) the older I got, it it, it went from 24 hours to 48, but no more than 48, and that means Every single box is unpacked. Hey, friends, I'm telling you, this is the truth. Yes, and on the walls. It's brutal. I can't live with disarray. It's brutal for about two or three days, but then we can sit and enjoy our houses put together. And you're thankful because we're not looking at what we haven't done because it's all done. Except this particular vacation, or vacation, this particular move was... Oh, my goodness. It was a huge move. Because y'all didn't even get there till the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. It was in the middle of the night when I rolled in. And it was the very next morning that we Mike were supposed to do me. a Mike marriage Mike was already conference. there, remember? He went there and left the truck. Yeah. And he was waiting for us to get there to make to unload yeah. the trucks. So we get there, and uh, I drive in, and uh, I, I say, oh, oh, Annette, remember, we've I told— I in told Pastor Larry We'd be th- there in the morning. that we would do this marriage conference. Now, mind you, I just drove halfway across the country. I had loaded a truck. We were in the middle of unloading mm-hmm. two trucks. And I don't know that I've ever been more exhausted in my life. All of us were. Right. We were all tired. We were all whooped, <laughs> put it in Southern terms. And we end up, so Annette and I, we got to make the drive from one end of town all the way over to the church. So we were in Brentwood, like on right. the east side of Brentwood, Tennessee, which is a cool area. And we had to make the drive all the way over to uh, to this church. And as we're driving, you are steaming mad. I'm mad because I'm like, why would you say yes on the week we're moving? That doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, honey, we're, we're about to speak in front of a bunch of people about marriage and how amazing it is. And you are <laughs> Fuming I'm mad, mad the whole really way. Mad. And I said, what did I say? I am not going to speak. I know. I'm, you're doing it all. I'm like, what? Wait, no, we're in this <laughs> together. Larry wanted us both to speak. They gave us like an hour, 30 minutes each. I'm going to pitch the ball over to you. I'll kick it off. And you are tore up. I'm tore up. Because you're exhausted. <laughs> you know, it's interesting about things. Have you ever noticed, any of you listening, that when you're getting ready for church or you're getting ready to go do something that's going to make a difference in people's lives, that it seems like all, all hell, hell breaks, breaks loose? <laughs> Your kids are fighting in the car or they don't want to get ready. Us, no, I hear about it a lot. I'm pretty sure it's everybody. Yeah. Husband and wife fight all the way there and then they get out oh, of the my. car and the first hey. person that they see, oh, hi, how are y'all hey, doing? Good we're to doing see great. you, brother, sister. Right. Yeah, give me a holy hug. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. I think if we were all really honest, it would be scary. <laughs> we take 15 minutes before yes. we start the worship <laughs> service. Can we all just have a collective cry fest here and pitch a fit and get it over with? 
Well, remember my mom used to say, you're throwing a conniption, conniption fit. fit. I still yeah. don't know what that means. I don't I hope it's a good thing. But anyway, no, conniption, whatever that is. <laughs> we should Google that someday. So here we are. We roll up to this in the parking lot. It's full packed. of this big church. We're like, oh my gosh. And I don't know if you remember this, but not only did we have to go speak, we had to get ready and right. we had to find I our had to clothes. Find everything we Everything's to wear. packed. Mm-hmm. So we're tearing through boxes just trying to find clothes because we, I mean, we were in I shorts. I guess we weren't even prepared oh, for that because I literally brutal. was just all I could think about was this move. Oh, oh, and by the way, family, we had not even talked about what we we're going to say. Right. I mean, it was like, <laughs> uh, we're about to speak at this conference. So we roll in just completely. Oh my gosh, messed up, frazzled. We walk in the door, it's all smiles, right? right. Remember, it's like, oh, yeah. hey, how's it going, oh, brother? We're doing great. Yeah, awesome to see you. Although I so kind of wear it more than you do. You so. definitely do. Yeah. yeah, you can't hide anything. No. I probably told everybody, I don't want to be here. No, I didn't. I have the spirit of a dignitary on my life. Right. And you I don't. don't. <laughs> wow. Wow. Straight up. Now we're going to have a fight right oh, here. Oh, right here. Right here on the air. <laughs> but it's so funny. We walked in, and of course, it's like, hey, so good to see you. We're thrilled to be here. Looking forward to this. And inside, we're like, let's see, where do we put that? And I know we're going to have to go. Oh, we got to get the electricity <laughs> turned on. We got, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. all this crazy stuff that's happening around the move. And we left our friends at the house who were mm-hmm. helping us move to continue. And to, told them, have it all done by the hey, time we guys, get back. Just do what you can while we're <laughs> that gone. Didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. It was brutal. So we walk in, you know, they announce us, oh, Jimmy, Pastor Jimmy and Annette are here. We're so thrilled. They're coming on staff at the church, and he's going to be one of our associate pastors. And it's like all smiles, and we're both so exhausted. I mean, it was like, I mean, have you ever been so exhausted that you're just, your your body hurts, your whole body aches? That's where we were, and we walk in, and we're mad. <laughs> well, you're mad. I was just trying to keep the peace and navigate. Well, I'm thinking, if you really want to do this, you to go do it, and I'll stay at home, and I'll take care of the house. I told Pastor Larry we would come together. and So anyway, I'm doing what I always do. No, you can do this. Yes. You got this. I'm (laughs) the cheerleader of the family for sure. So we walk in, it's hugs and high fives, and, and and then they put us on stage. Or they put us up in front. And I, and I said, I told you, I'm not going to say anything. So you just introduce me, and I'm going to. I just said, all right, I'm going to. I'm just going to take off. And so I had some things on my heart that were percolating. I shared a little bit, and I and I turned to Annette. I remember saying, I had a microphone in my hand. I said, "Honey, what do you think about that?" And I handed you the microphone. Oh my gosh! And what happened? I don't even want to say you it. You talked for 50 minutes. I would. Straight. I could not stop talking. You. What is wrong with me? You transformed in front of my eyes. It was like, um, remember Star Trek when they would do those, they would get in their transporter and they'd go from one place to another and they would suddenly materialize. You literally materialized right in front of me and all the anger, all the rage that you had just vomited on me on the way. I am never going to speak. I will never do this. And you know, when we got through with that conference, I remember people saying, that was the best conference I've ever been to. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. But here's the thing. This is what I do know, Jimmy. This is what I do know, is if God is on it, he'll give you the words, even if you don't have any words. And literally, I was so empty. 
I think that is a lesson. Oh, when we empty ourselves totally to where it can't be us, then God has a chance to move within us. And I believe that's what happened that day because I, I did not have anything to give. And I think that's where God wants us to be you were all at the, the time. end of yourself. Yes. And the Holy Spirit said, now, now I can, I use, can you. use you. <laughs> now that I've got you quiet. So and is tired that a lesson that we need to constantly just exhaust ourselves so that God can just use us however He wants? I mean, good grief. You know, there, there is a scripture in the Bible that talks about that. You're not to worry if when they bring you before, of course, the context was to uh, Christians who are being hauled in to give an account yeah. for their faith. And it was a very intense moment in that context. And he says, don't worry about what you will say, for the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, Spirit will, will give you yeah. what to say. And in a very real sense, when we get to the end of ourselves, that's when God shows up. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, He's there. It's like, okay. And now I remember we had a worship leader in Appling. Remember Billy Bob? Mm-hmm. So Billy Bob, it sounds like Hickville, but he wasn't. He was a phenomenal worship leader, but full of passion. But he did these youth ministry mm-hmm. events and concerts. He had a band, and he was young, right out of college, and he would do these these uh, events all over the place. And then he would literally, on a Saturday night, he would drive all, all night. night to get back to church on Sunday to lead worship. Without any sleep. He was so—he would walk in so exhausted. And you remember what I used to say? I would say, it's about to be amazing. Because we realized when Billy— when Billy Bob was at the end of himself, oh my God! That's when the anointing of God, that's, the power of Sunday God, Sunday was always phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, you knew God was there, quick, so we would we would say, story. "Billy Bob, when's your next?" Gig? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So, quick story about Billy Bob. He came in. It was, it was oh, an all night. I know what you're going to Oh, you remember this? He drove and he was so tired. He could barely function. Mm-hmm. He gets up there. He starts worship. Man, he just comes alive, and his, his, so Billy Bob was a typical college, had just graduated from college, had no money. His keyboard had duct tape all over it. Mm-hmm. The stand that he was using had duct tape from traveling and just getting beaten up on the road and doing mm-hmm. gigs everywhere. And uh, he is banging that thing. He was hard. I mean, he was like intense. Yeah. And the whole church is worshiping. We're having a great time. This is at Abilene. <laughs> And his keyboard stand collapses, collapses. falls the whole on the falls. whole thing, crashes to the stage. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He just he picked it up stop. and just kept going. You would never he know. Pulled it up on like his legs uh-huh. and, and then just started playing. <laughs> kept playing. It it's like hilarious. he didn't miss a beat. Now that's a pro, right? Yeah, there. that is. But actually, it's somebody who's under the anointing of mm-hmm. God. The church went nuts because yeah, we were like, "Oh did. my gosh, this is amazing." I'll never forget Billy Bob. And we always said, when it, the more tired he is, the more the God takes yeah. over. The more anointed the service yeah, was going to yeah. be. So anyway, back to, our, back to our marriage conference. Annette is like on fire. She's talking. I'm going, good night. She completely forgot what she just said in the car to me. I mean, you're just like <laughs> totally alive, totally in it. People are just enjoying what you're doing. I'm enjoying what you're doing. But the problem was I kept expecting her to turn and give me the microphone. Because I think I was supposed to. (laughs) Yeah, you were supposed to. We're going to tag team. 
And finally, I realized she's not going to give me the no. microphone back. She spoke for 50 straight minutes. <laughs> but it was fire, baby girl. Aww. It was fire. Well, you know, he didn't just call you. He called us. He called us together. And that's it's why we like Jimmy to do everything or together. Annette. It's Jimmy, Jimmy and, and Annette. Annette. Yeah. It's us. And we're in this thing together. Remember those young people in Nashville that spoke over our lives? Mm-hmm. And they said, we see you together. Your arms are linked. You're back to back, but your arms are hooked. Mm -hmm. And it's like you are standing together and nothing can separate you. Mm -hmm. And that was such a word of confirmation of of our 30 years of wow, (laughs) where we realize we are called to this thing together. Mm -hmm. We're, We're in this together. And we want to encourage you, when you are at the end of yourself, Sometimes we throw in the towel before mm-hmm. the real stuff happens, right? Right. What does that say right. to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know it. I lived in it. I mean, you get to the end of yourself where you feel like, I have nothing left to give. I'm so exhausted. I'm so depleted. I have nothing. And listen, this is when God shows up. Mm-hmm. He goes, I, I felt like, and I have felt this many times through the years, that when I get to the end of myself and I'm I'm just sort of exasperated and I'm crying out to God and I say things like, oh, God, I have nothing left. I can't take any more. And I hear this still, small voice. The Scripture says it doesn't come in an earthquake or the wind. It comes in a, it comes in a gentle whisper, a still, small voice. You know what he says to me? Finally. Mm-hmm. Fine. Now Finally. I can really use you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and I've learned that, you know what, on those on my worst day, mm-hmm. God shows up. We call those but God moments. Talk a little bit about but God moments. What does that mean to you when you hear mm-hmm. a but God? Well, I mean, like you said, when you come to the end of yourself, but God, that means God's going to come through. And the thing is, we've got to leave room for God to come through. And I think so much of the time, we don't leave room. We just, yeah, there you, go. you know, we are we just, doing it on our own strength? Exactly. And our own power. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is when we're doing things on our own power, we tend to, we tend to get the results that our own power gets. Right. But when we're doing things in God's power mm-hmm. under his grace, under his anointing, then we get what God's power can right, get. And exactly. that is way above and beyond mm-hmm. what we can ever dream or think, mm-hmm. right? As three Ephesians our, 3 our tells us. Our whole life feels that way. Way <laughs> no above and doubt. beyond what I could have ever imagined no doubt. our life could be like. We have a great marriage. We have, we have fun together. Girl, about to turn, <laughs> I'm about to bump record right off of this to give you a kiss. It's the truth. Seriously, our but kids, we have had to fight for it. We, we have, have had, had to. to we've had to show up when we didn't want to show up, right. and we've had to stay, keep our head high when we wanted to keep it down. We've well, had to live up in a down. I world. remember when we were serving in California, mm. and the elders' wives wanted me. They had an elders' wives. Mm. I guess it was a group. A group. That met every Wednesday night or whatever night. Yeah. And that was the same night that you were leading the youth ministry. And we had a large youth group, a lot of females, not just males. Right. And you wanted me to be there with you. And yeah. they wanted me to be with them. And I had to stand up. This yeah. was the hardest thing it I've was. ever had to do. Brand new church that we had, you know, come to be a part of in the nineties. And I had to tell the elders' wives, I'm sorry, but I'm here with my husband. I need to be there. He needs to 
me to be there with those young yeah. junior high and high school girls they that needed, needed a female, female And they influence. needed to see a husband and a wife yes. that were happy together. Yes, they needed to see role models. life together. Yeah. And not all of them had that at home. Some yeah. of them did, but some of them didn't. And uh, and it was protect you also. You know, obviously I want to protect you. But I had to make that decision. It was a very tough decision. But I'll never regret it as long no. as I live because that that was just the catalyst of everything God was going to do in our lives from yeah. there on out. And, you know, we understand that there are some couples that would say, that have said to us, I can't believe y'all work together. Mm-hmm. I could never work together with my wife or my spouse. And I'm not bagging on anybody for yeah, that because everybody had different chemistry exactly. and whatnot. But it was very clear from the beginning that God called us together. Mm-hmm. He, we ha- it took us a long time to find each other. We had to go the long way around the mountain mm-hmm. to to come together and find each other in this life. And God led us to each other, mm-hmm. even through difficult times. We've talked about our divorces. We've talked about our pain and our traumas that happened early on. And yet, once God redeemed all of that, Mm -hmm. and He called us by name, and He said, I've set you apart. If you will just obey and just just follow me and walk with me and get to know me, I will show you the world in a sense. I mean, it was like this the most amazing thing that ever happened. And what happened is that we made up our mind early on that we're in this together. Mm Mm-hmm. And that if we can't do it together, we're not going to do it. Right. And so we have, out of 30 years, we've served together for 28. And I don't regret it, regret a second no, of it. No, I The can't only imagine. thing I regret is that years ago, when when I didn't have your back like I should in, in some circumstances, that's a whole other story. But I've learned. I've learned. We're going to do life mm-hmm. together from now on. We're going to do ministry together from yep. now on. We are going to run through the tape. And no matter how many years God gives us, we're going to finish strong. Right, right. And so, so we did our marriage conference. People were coming up to us. Oh my! No, they were coming up to Annette, not oh, me. Oh yeah, because right. you 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 had the show. You, you had, the had floor. a little bit. Of it. Not really. I just sort of set it up, oh, and then you, you took it off. But I I was I was behind you. I was sitting on the edge of the stage, With, smiling the whole time, smiling and laughing the whole time because I thought, my gosh, if y'all only knew. What we went through to get here, and it, isn't it just like, isn't it just like the enemy to try to disrupt things? Those mm-hmm. of you that are married and have families, you get it. Sunday morning can be the biggest battle of the week. Seems like school mornings, you know, they can have their their tense no, times. We had that every morning when well, we faith was going. That's what I'm saying. School it mornings can, but Sunday is got another level. Oh yeah, and some Definitely of you will relate to warfare. that. Oh, there is because here's the thing. There's a real enemy that wants to stop us dead in our tracks, Mm -hmm. and he will do everything. You know, he doesn't attack us in a full frontal assault. That's too obvious. But what he does, he gets us frustrated. He gets us distracted. He gets us us self-centered in these moments Mm -hmm. where we end up mad at at our spouse or mad at our kids because we're waiting out in the car for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, where is everybody? I mean, and that seems to happen a lot, and I want to encourage you Push through those times. Mm -hmm. Don't give in to what the enemy's trying to do because he's trying to take you out. He's trying to discourage you. He's trying to knock you off your game. Well, he knows that, especially if you're talking about church, he knows that when you get to church, 
there is going to be a word from God that could change their exactly. trajectory. Exactly. But if they don't come or they come in the wrong mindset and don't want to receive, they could lose out. And it's sad. It's a real sad feet. And and we want to be transparent with you. That's our heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about living up in a down world also means being honest mm-hmm. about things that are difficult or things that are hard. And uh, so I want, we want to tell you something that happens. The first four and a half episodes. I don't oh, are you going to really say that? I am. Before we hit record to do these podcasts, we may be having the most amazing day together. Things are going great. And then, of course, and they'll say, I'll drug you off the couch or drug you out of the chair to get in here. <laughs> it's because I didn't feel good. You didn't feel confident, too. And I didn't feel confident. You didn't feel And so I didn't want to do it. This. And Yes. So what? So happened, we would have these discussions. We'd have these terse conversations. <laughs> and it would, the, the first couple of times, I got to tell you guys, it's hilarious. So you're like, I don't have the right chair. I don't feel comfortable. Oh, it's too hot in here. Oh, I'm like... <laughs> Okay, oh, okay. Chevy's disrupting. Keep, don't say anything else, please. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this coming from? But I realized it's, I know the source. Well, now looking back, especially after what we were, you know, talking about with the marriage conference yeah, and right. what happened, it made us look back and go, wow, this is that. Yep. This yep. is that. It's the same dynamic. So comp, all this talk. We didn't I, have any today, conversations All day today. long, we're like, okay, let's be nice to each other. Let's not let anything <laughs> yeah, interfere. Yeah, because we're not always just super nice to Well, each we're not other. perfect. No. No grief. perfect people allowed, right? Right. In, on this the wor- house. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> in the world. In this house. So anyway, we just wanted to encourage you today. Except we want to tell you a funny story just about on the way to the marriage conference, <laughs> the featured speaker. Oh, no. and, and now we actually attended a, a conference this last year at Gateway yes. Church in South Lake, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you were thinking, I didn't say it out loud, but inside I'm, I'm thinking, I wonder if they got in a fight. Today. Uh, yes, I wonder I did if they've think had that. some tense moments. I you think know one they of have them, to. I think one of the couples mentioned that. Actually, they did. Yeah, yeah, I remember, and I laughed, but, but I thought about that. Uh, every couple that got up and shared how amazing their marriage was, I was thinking, yeah. I wonder if they got in a fight yeah. or a discussion. Right. We don't call them fights. Right. They had a discussion, a discussion. today. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love you so much. Because we're so real. We're just trying we to be real. We want to be real. We want to be honest mm-hmm. and authentic. And we feel like if we'll be, you'll be. And so that's life. Right. And once we get to that place of authenticity and honesty, we can have fun. Mm-hmm. We can have fun. We can enjoy this thing if we learn to laugh at ourselves, <laughs> Right. Yes. Of course, when you're in the moment, boys, men, I'm just going to tell you, if you're in one of those moments, it's not the time to laugh. <laughs> just laugh just, later. Yeah, don't laugh at her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I want to I want to just a couple of things. First of all, our new website is up. So livingupinadownworld.com is up. It's flowing. You talk about an easy way to find us and an easy way. Here's the test. I had a 70-year-old man at church yesterday tell me, you know, I was trying to find your podcast, and I was having trouble locating it, and and I was like, really? But anyway, and then he said, but then you mentioned on, on social media, on Facebook, that you had your new website was up. I clicked on the website, there front page, they're all right there. And so we want to encourage you, go check out our webpage. And do us a favor, would you leave us a review? If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. If you don't like it, just be quiet. That's what mom said. <laughs> right. You have know, anything good to, to say, say, don't, don't say, say it. So, But leave wow. a review. That's really encouraging to us. We want to hear from you. We really 
want to get to know you and know your heart. And in fact, I've got some reviews. Some folks did leave reviews, so I'm going to share these, a couple of these. One of them is this, is thank you, Jimmy and Annette, for these podcasts. They couldn't have come at a better time in this season of my life. When I share my story, how God has carried me through this pain, I couldn't have made it. Also, I'm so blessed to have a great have great pastors praying and inspiring me. That is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I absolutely, I'm absolutely so thankful for my Bridge Church family. God puts us in the church, put us in this church three years ago. And I know he definitely goes before us on our journeys. Love you guys. God bless you both for expanding the kingdom of God. Martha, Martha, we oh, love you. Man. We adore you mm-hmm. and appreciate She's you. She's been through a lot. She has. It's just, it's been a rough go for her. But thank you, Martha, for sharing that. Here's another one. This is from Emily. <laughs> Emily writes, I'm encouraged by Annette's honesty. Oh, yeah. She's honest. <laughs> I can't be anything but honest. Can't any, be anything That's, but. Yeah. And I'm so thankful y'all are doing this. It's wonderful to be ministered to through your messages at Bridge Fellowship, but it's also even a bigger blessing to get to know you both through your stories, the everyday ways God shows up. I'm so encouraged and grateful you're doing this. Thank you, Jimmy and Annette. Thank you, Emily for taking the time to yes, write this. It's so, so it means so much to us. Here's the last one. This is from Jennifer. We don't know Jennifer personally, but she wrote this. The podcast is so relatable and filled with love. Thank you for the weekly frequency. Keep it up. Thanks in advance. If you choose either of these topics. Oh, she was asking us about about grief. And uh, that is something we yeah, do we'll want to talk, talk about. about for sure. So just know, Jennifer, we are going to address that in a future podcast because that is common to every human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got some things. We have some things. To, mm-hmm. We've had our own bouts with grief. Mm-hmm. We've had our own losses and tragedies. Um but God, mm-hmm. there's always a but God. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage you, Jennifer. Thank you for your kind words and appreciate it. Also, if you do uh, listen to our podcast, I want to encourage you to check out the Fountain um, app. Fountain. You can find it on uh, Android or iOS. All you have to do is go to your app store and download Fountain. That's a great way to listen to us. And you can actually earn Satoshis, which are Bitcoin, just by listening to it. It Automatically, as you listen, it actually adds up. And then you can boost us and do Boostagrams. I want to say thank you to all of you that listen to us on Fountain, Castomatic, and all of the Bitcoin and Lightning uh, supported apps. It means so much to us, and it really helps us keep this thing going and 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 add to our gear. And we've added some new equipment this week, simply because you guys are listening and supporting us. So we want to say thank you for that. Also, we have to give a shout out to Curry and the Keeper. I was about to do that very thing. Every go ahead. Two weeks they have their show and. I'm telling you, you will laugh and laugh and laugh. I told them they are their Seinfelds of <laughs> podcasts. I just True. love listening to them. Tina and Adam Curry are phenomenal, phenomenal people. We spend so much, as much time with them as we possibly can because they're just fun to be around. They have great they're real. stories. They're, they're real, real people. And please go to Fountain and listen to Curry and the Keeper. 
It's just and, my and I favorite. don't know that we would have done a podcast if Adam and Tina had no, not encouraged us. We would us. never have even considered this. You know, we were told that we've got these uh, famous podcasters that were attending our church. I'm like, who are they? And, and what is a podcast? No, I, yeah, I would have said, podcast? what's a podcast? But, but I so appreciate Adam and Tina. Adam has really been a coach to mm-hmm. me and helped us get our gear set up. In fact, the... Uh, the cool boom stand I'm using is actually is actually his. The Podfather gave this to me. The Podfather himself. <laughs> so you're Adam hoping Curry. it'll rub off. That's on what I'm you thinking. And... There's some mojo on right. this thing. So you're so just gonna. I'm pretty There's happy no... about. Oh, you're so funny. Anyway, I just want to. I do. I want to give a huge shout out. Now, listen. Go to and check out Curry and the Keeper. You can find them on on Fountain and and other. Uh, just Google it. it. You'll find them. It's and, just fun. Oh, it's just fun. They are a blast. And they have become dear friends. And also, just to add to that, they are on a journey of faith mm-hmm. and growth. They're on the fast track. Yep. God is Boy. God is um, working in their lives in massive ways. And so I could ramble on and on about Adam and yep, Tina because we, we so love them and appreciate. But really, we wouldn't be doing this and sharing our yeah. stories in this format had it not have been for Adam right. and Tina. So, guys, we love you, appreciate you. Also, Adam uh, has another podcast with John Dvorak called No Agenda, and that's mm-hmm. a big deal podcast and in recently, he was on the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Experience mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. a week ago, and he shared his faith for 25 it minutes. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. It has gone viral on the internet, and people are buzzing about it. And so, awesome. Kudos to you, Adam, for being bold and courageous and sharing your faith. Mm-hmm. Family, we love you guys. It is a blessing to be with you. We hope you're encouraged inspired, motivated to live up in a down world. What do you, last words, Annette. Oh, just thank you again. We love you guys. And just keep sending us stories that you want us to talk about or any topics that you want us to talk about. We talk about a lot in church. Well, Jimmy does. I don't preach in church right now. but, but you preach um, with hand signals and right, looks. Oh, I do tell you I what. I can yeah. read your looks. <laughs> But anyway, if you have any topics that you're like interested in or you want to know something uh, personal about us, just just write us. We love you. Have an amazing day on purpose. Bye.